Hey everyone, I'm Audio Nerd 64. And I'm Big Nkrumah. And we are your game of friends. Are your game of friends, your game of friends. I want to end that now because I think that is a recognizable melody, but I can't. Well, I just came up with fully. it. So if it's oh, well, then never melody, mind. Then I am a savant. Logging on. A lot of releases. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna keep moving. Sk- Skate City, Hood, Outlaws and Legends, Resident Evil Village, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Biomutant, Knockout City, Horizon Forbidden West, news from Ubisoft, Bethesda and Microsoft, Sony updates, Sonic updates, Super Mario Party updates, and Greed. We're skipping these past two weeks in nerddom. Oh my God. And instead, jumping right into the home screen where we're talking about Destiny 2, Knockout City, Software Inc., Mass Effect, Planet Zoo, and E3, and the Summer Games Fest. Really just our plans. Just a, Okay, good. So I was like, that didn't happen yet, right? No, it didn't happen yet. What is time? That's kind of why I wanted to bring that up. It's been a little while <laughs> since we put out an episode. <laughs> Listen, I'm now in charge of a gay organization. And if you didn't know, it's Pride Month, motherfuckers. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Gay rights. I've been very busy. He's he's working on the gay rights. I'm working on a lot of rights for a lot of gays. And it's taken up quite a, a good amount of my time. What would we do without you? Thank you. So I wanted to, uh, you know, say right at the top, we're sorry that it's been a little while since we've had an episode. And. And. We're going to fully cover E3 and the Summer Games Fest, probably with some guests. It's going to be super long, exactly what you probably don't want, and I can't wait. I'm already dreading it. (laughs) Uh, And we'll be doing that, you know, maybe as a bonus or something. We might even do something for the patrons that we've got, you oh. know, just them, you know, exclusivity to make up for that gap, you know. So uh, we'll we'll keep you posted about that, but you know, we're we're back. We're it's, back. You know, I got my sea legs. Depression is a motherfucker. Too. Depression and pride connected <laughs> in a way that we don't have time to talk about. Oh, it's not that kind of podcast. All right, let's get to these <laughs> releases. Woo. Skate City, we've talked about it before. Uh, it was a very vibey, quasi-platformer skating game that was that premiered on Apple Arcade. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It has now come to consoles. I, I just include it because I feel like people are actually going to play it now. Right. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. I love it. It's, it's very vibey. A lot of vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it would be fun to play on a console. It's not like super intense, pretty chill, love a chill, love a chill vibe, love a skate chill vibe, mm-hmm. vibe, 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 vibe. Hood, Outlaws, and Legends also came out. I was really excited about this, and the reviews were not kind. They were lukewarm. Mm, yeah, they were they were lukewarm at best. That's true. But in exactly the way where I was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, it is a PvPVE heist game. Two teams, four players, basically just running around in a fortress to steal some shit. Uh, I watched a little bit of gameplay. It's kind of like, I also hate comparing games to other games, but this is a succinct way to do it. If you were doing, like, stealing shit in Assassin's Creed with your friends. 
I mean, there were those multiplayer levels in Assassin's Creed Unity. It is very reminiscent of that. I mean, the theme is Robin Hood. So you are, you know, Maid Marian and John and whatever. niggas. Robin Hood. (laughs) There are no Negroes as far as I saw. Uh, anyway, here you know you're you're on one big map with another team. First person to get to the treasure. There's some stuff going on on the map that you both have to deal with. Then you fight each other. It's wild. I uh, was pretty interested, and then became pretty uninterested. Like I said, after the lukewarm reviews. So maybe if this makes its way to Game Pass, I will play. Yeah, it. this is a Game Pass game. This is a 100%. free on Steam game. This is a game that I would only play if like three other people were like, "Oh, let's play this game." Like Dead by Daylight for me, or like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of those games is just I'm not not in like the mechanics, just in the like what very specific situation am I going to mm-hmm. play this in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you like it, we love it. I hope y'all having fun. Resident Evil Village. Is that the one with the big mm-hmm. goth mm-hmm. witch lady? Mm-hmm. The one that everyone is sexually objectifying? Yes. Yes. Um, <sighs> I, I'm not going to play it. it so listen, it's a double game. So uh, it's a devil game. I saw somebody's hand get chopped off and then it came back. I was. <sighs> I don't I don't be doing that. I hope y'all having fun. Which should... I think people are having fun. I've seen I think very having, positive reviews. Very positive reviews. Uh, maybe too much fun. People are horny. People on Maine, it's disgusting. And y'all really should. It's Pride Month. And I don't want to hear it from anyone but lesbians. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only the lesbians can speak. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, that should honestly just. That should just be. Yeah. All right. Let's shut off the podcast. <laughs> We're we done. Need to find some we lesbians. Have to find some to lesbians. <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. Uh, Biomutant, similarly to Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. Very mediocre reviews. Oh, I would say worse, but... Uh, I I think that there are too many games that have really nailed this open-world action-adventure combat formula. Yeah. And to do it and then not do it as well is a death sentence. Yeah, I mean, I watched a little bit of gameplay. It definitely has that, like, N64 sort of, you know what I mean? I totally agree that if this game had come out 10 years ago, it would be a huge hit. Ooh, that's... Well, I, it's it's not like... I didn't mean it that way, but... <laughs> I just I'm not trying like, to be shady. No, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just being dramatic. I just think that in 2021, there are some expectations that it didn't meet. Right. And... We're literally like watching the reveal of the next generation of this type of game happen. Right. Um, it was like a Ratchet really small Clanky. studio. You're right, 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 right. Yeah, it does. It does have that Ratchet and Clank. Uh, what's the other one coming up? Jack and Daxter. Jack and, yeah, yeah. It, it's very much got that kind of vibe. There are folks that are definitely enjoying it, and if you are the type of person that doesn't mind spending maybe more than what you'd want to spend on an experience like this, then go for it. I think that, it, again, if it comes out on Game Pass or something like that, if I could play for free, I would check it out. Yeah, no, this was never a game for me, so. Mm, yeah. Not, and I don't mean to initiate, I just, I'm like, yeah, you don't I don't do, this kind of, do I, that I, anymore, you know? You don't do it. It's fine. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> I have to run around in an open world and... <laughs> No. That's interesting because you've been playing quite a bit of Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I have. A decent amount. 
Uh, we'll talk about it more on the home screen, but it's out. It's pretty. Uh, people paid money for it, which is great. I love Mass Effect. Andromeda doesn't exist to me. That's really all there is to say. I think everyone who loves Mass Effect feels exactly the same way. Yeah. Finally, Knockout City. People are eating it up. I love it. I haven't played it yet. It is free for everyone up until level 25 or whatever. I've played less than 10 matches. Okay. And I'm like level six or seven or something. It's not, you know, it's not (laughs) like you are uh, advancing super quickly. Yeah. Although to be fair, I haven't sat down and like played it hardcore for hours and hours or anything like that. I'm just picking up a match or two while I'm waiting for people to sign on to play other things. I'm having a lot of fun with it. We'll talk about it later in the home screen, but I will say the good reviews are deserved because it's free for a limited time for most people. And on Xbox game pass, generally you have no excuse. You should definitely have nothing to lose, but some bandwidth. You know, on your data cap. But it's not even that much. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, so a lot of this other news is kind of old. So we're going to move quickly-ish. But there's also a lot of it, which is why we aren't going to do Nerddom this week. Because in contrast, there hasn't been a ton of Nerddom stuff. Not one nerdy thing happened in these past few weeks. A lot of nerdy things have happened. <laughs> it's just that we're trying to move away from talking about like casting. So like Oscar, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, Can't wait. Also, didn't we? We totally extended it to talk about Falcon the Winter Soldier. So yeah, so it's fine. We're, we're trading. We're, it's, 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 it's a, a trade. It's, it's a give and pull. It know? is it's a give balance, and pull. That's right. As all things. So forgive and some I- of this old news and get excited because there's also really new news. Yeah. The newest, perhaps, Sonic. Sonic Colors is coming back. Sonic something Colors is coming back and yeah. they're working on a next gen Sonic game. It better not be bad. I'm, I swear to God, I will... Burn a console. I'm sick of these bad Sonic games. He deserves more. He I have no hedgehog better. in this fight. Um, <sighs> I God. simply don't care. However, I hate that. I am excited for everyone who is just filled with unbridled joy at the idea of Sonic and watch that movie that we haven't watched yet. Oh no. You know. Eventually. The Sonic people, like they make their own fursonas, whatever they're called. So I don't <laughs> want to say anything else. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Like if you type Sonic the Hedgehog in like your name, you'll see someone who made like a custom Sonic character. Right. Yeah. It's cute. I think that that's definitely Fursona adjacent. <laughs> I'm going to continue. The, I'm just going to move on from that because. Because there's no good rebuttal. I know. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Um, this next gen game better be like Sonic 2 Adventure Battle. All of you nerds that really enjoyed Horizon Zero Dawn are going to also enjoy the gameplay footage that just released for Horizon Forbidden West because, to me, as someone who has not enjoyed the franchise, it looks like the same wonderful game except with new shit. I mean, that's exactly how I would describe it. It's the same game with new shit. There's a glider and there's a thing, a a grappling hook, I guess you would call it, uh, because Breath of the Wild happened. And everyone decided that they Every- <laughs> needed to be breath. There's even a fucking glider in Knockout City. Oh, really? Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> there is. Their impact. <laughs> I have to say, I'm going to lead with disappointment. Oh. 
you seemed excited when you were watching it. 30 frames per second. <gasps> and that's it. No release date. <gasps> oh my God. We all have to burn our PlayStations in protest. We don't have to no. do that. Uh, <laughs> but I will agree with folks that talk about it being hard to go back to lower frame rates, especially lower than 60. Once you've gotten used to playing a 60 frames per second game, mm. I've been playing pretty much only 60 FPS games recently. Because you've only been playing Destiny 2. Hmm. And <laughs> I'm very uh, nervous mm-hmm. about that. Plus, I don't understand. Like, Miles Morales didn't launch capped at 30 frames per second. Yes, it did launch with either a performance mode or a visual mode or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. But at least give me that option. I know that you want to sell all of your games on PS4s as well in order to maximize the profit. Like, I do get that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a transition funny. last... Uh generation didn't i guess they didn't have covid to drag it on any longer in a chip shortage but uh this is it's been going on for a minute now and yeah i think this was bound to happen no matter what it's clear mm-hmm. that these games started development early enough that they right. couldn't fully take advantage and like we're just now seeing unreal engine 5 footage That's out in the true. wild and stuff i really think that these next gen consoles are not being tapped to their full power yet yeah yeah um that said i think it's ironic that so much shade was thrown at microsoft around halo when it seems like sony's strategy is exactly the same also we got news this week that god of war is also going to be on ps4 the next gen version and that it's delayed until 2022 which i didn't even know it was supposed to come out in 2021 <laughs> but whatever um that said, those are my disappointment moments. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this franchise. I love this world. Mm-hmm. I love everything about it. I'm so excited. The lore is so good. I cannot wait to be wrapped up in that again, to have all these new YouTube lore videos to watch. Hopefully they even do more stuff with the lore. Like, can we get a book? Can we get comics? Like, oh, I'm ready for Horizon invested. stuff. Invested. I'm invested. I love this. And uh, it doesn't need to me to be more than just an even better version of Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> I mean, look, if it ain't broke, if it's not broke, we saw a bunch of new arrows. We saw new <laughs> uh, staff combat. You know, people were saying that the hand-to-hand combat that didn't involve bows was kind of lacking. And sure, I mean, I was using bows all the time, but whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't. You're like, what hand to hand combat? I didn't realize that was a mechanic in the game. There's bows here, you morons. <laughs> anyway, uh, a lot of excitement to take away. No release date. I'm willing to bet since Ragnarok got delayed that maybe they didn't want to announce a release date because they're thinking about delaying it. So who knows? Um, but really excited uh, about that. In more Sony news, this is kind of old news at this point, but officially there's no Days Gone 2. There was that big hubbub where the Days Gone folks were talking in the press about how they went to Sony about a sequel, Mm -hmm. and Sony said no. (laughs) And then there was news that a lot of 
developers were leaving Sony Studios because they felt like they were getting pigeonholed into only working on successful franchises and they weren't able to do things that they wanted to do. And there was Mm. news about The Last of Us 3. And it it just was all painting a very particular picture of Sony. So Sony turned around and said, well, not really. And announced that the developers behind Days Gone are working on a brand new IP, that there are 25 games being produced for the PS5, and that half of them are new IP. We love a new opportunity to make a lot of money. So it seems like even though it's true that Naughty Dog may end up <laughs> with the last of us three coming at some point soon or, or whatever um, that there's not really a splintering going on. There's not some internal struggle over IP and forcing people to work on things they don't want to work on. Like it's probably true that individuals feel like that, but to paint it as a larger whole, Sony problem yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't seem to be accurate. Um, what is really fucked up is, is that they are confirmed to be the people stopping crossplay from happening. It's ridiculous. Any title that wants to do crossplay has to pay Sony for that to happen. Uh, that was confirmed via documents that came out of the Epic versus Apple thing, which like we should which, probably just do a whole fucking episode about all the stuff that's coming out of that. What a treasure trove of mess. It's so interesting to see the curtain peeled back mm-hmm. and how many of these decisions that were like, they're definitely making that decision in bad faith because of capitalism. And then hearing people, like, I don't know. No, it's just bad faith decisions because of capitalism. Thank you. You hate to see it. <laughs> you do hate to see it. Um, also, well, I'm completely correct. Yeah. It's just like funny that some of the publishers are like, well, fuck that. I guess it's not going to be crossplay for you with y'all. And exactly. we're going to tell niggas it's your fault. Gearbox released a statement that said, you can play crossplay with Borderlands 3, just not on PlayStation, <laughs> because we will not be paying Sony for that. They said, you want you. these games to be more money? Didn't think so. Get an Xbox. <laughs> Get a PC. <laughs> uh, I feel like we should have put that in the corporate greed section, but we'll get to that later. More Ubisoft news. Watch Dogs Legion has a zombie mode now, which is interesting. It is. It it kind of like quasi leaked a few days ago, weeks ago. Oh, I didn't even know that. Something in the game files. People were like, why is zombie stuff in here now? <laughs> oh. And then all of a sudden this new game mode dropped. I have not gotten into the online. No, I tried the, was it the beta or like the pre something, something and was like, this might be interesting. I'll, I feel like I like the campaign too much to not give it a good shake, you know? Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, zombies, it sounds like fun. I do plan on going back to it when I don't have anything else to do and it gets the, the next gen upgrade. I want to give it the old Uh, college try on the permadeath mode because I did not play. No, I would have thrown my controller at the TV. (laughs) I'm like, I love this one. No, I would be very upset. Although now I can tell where I'm going to be in trouble and all the places that I (laughs) 
died. <laughs> Where you send the B team over mm-hmm. and you'd be like, well, they died doing what they loved, fighting friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I know that there's a few gamer friends that play Watch Dogs, so I would at least like to try the zombies thing yeah. um, sometime soon. So. Zombies. Who doesn't love a fucking good zombie mode? In bigger news, Ubisoft announced a shift in how they're making stuff. Uh, they're basically going to focus more on free-to-play experiences that are like super polished and AAA quality, but aren't going to come with that price tag at the obvious expense of a shit ton of microtransactions and seasonal models and that yeah. kind of stuff. They said we want a piece of that Fortnite pie. So, hello. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> obviously a successful model. I think Game Pass in general is proving that. Yeah. Uh, games like Destiny and Fortnite and Rocket League and now Knockout City and other things. I don't know why I didn't mention Apex. I was about to say, that's disrespectful. <laughs> You're a gamer friend to not mention Apex in that list. So <laughs> we, again, have to cancel and replace We have to cancel you the podcast. The um, but yeah, the, <laughs> clearly that's working for people. And so uh, it makes sense that they would want to get on that bandwagon. I'm also excited that they're going to do it with franchises that already exist. Yeah, um, that's cool. They specifically announced that The Division is going to be one of the first franchises to have something like this happen. Uh, they also announced new content coming later this year for The Division 2, which is exciting to me personally. I should finish that game. Yes. But The Division Heartland got like announced and then the footage got leaked, like with the watermark and everything. They know exactly who to sue. <laughs> <laughs> they said, you broke that NDA. Hmm. That's Clearly they're going to reveal this at E3, but uh, it's basically the game mode that I loved the most from the Division 1 called Survival. It was their version of a Battle Royale where you could either do a PvE mode or a PvEVP mode. Love that. Love a love a third V at the end of something. It really <laughs> just hunkered down on that gameplay. So the, the gist of it was that there's a snowstorm in New York City. You were out trying to gather supplies and your helicopter crashed. You're injured and you're infected and you have a timer to reach an extraction point and extract yourself. You can craft medicine along the way to keep yourself alive. Mm -hmm. You also have to keep yourself warm because of the snowstorm. So you can't just be out and about in the snow. Eventually you're going to start to freeze and get hurt and stuff like that. It's really wild. Um, And of course you can either be friendly with agents that you encounter or you can shoot agents that you encounter not while people are getting hypothermia that's that's a lot that don't sound like fun to me well it depends on the mode like if you do the only pve mode then it's basically just you versus the npcs because there are still all the enemy npcs and stuff anyway it's just a very fun take on battle royale because it's not specifically uh last person standing it's more specifically first person to evacuate but like you, the game doesn't end just because someone beat you to it. You just don't win. You can still evacuate and then get a bunch of gear and all that kind of stuff. So it's still worth your time. Oh, like getting things, like participation trophies. It's kind of like a participation trophy. I love that. I, look, I love participation trophy because when I'm losing, I want something. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's, it's our generation. Um, so the Division Heartland is kind of like that, except 
as you might guess from the title, it doesn't take place in New York City. It takes place in the heartland. Who knows exactly where, but there were barns and open fields and trees. I don't know. I don't know. So the heart, we don't know where the heartland is. We don't know where the heartland okay, is. I didn't know if it was like some reference to like some part of America that I shouldn't like America. Like this part of America is known as the heartland. Because I mean, there are parts of America known as the heartland, like Iowa, like the breadbasket, the Great Plains area, like in the, the interior of the country. Look, you know, yes, and. I suffer from coastal elitism. You do. I was about to say Long Island over here uh, doesn't know what the American heartland is. <laughs> I deserve that. I deserve that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, um, finally, on the Ubisoft docket, they did a big reveal for Far Cry 6. Uh, it's coming out October 7th. I'm sold. Sooner than I expected. I did not expect them to reveal before E3. Why do that? Why not just I don't do it know, but it was a lot of gameplay, and I was like, oh, so we just blowing shit up, which is like what Far Cry is, but like, I don't know. There's just something about blowing shit up with Giancarlo Esposito mm-hmm. there with us mm-hmm. in that journey mm-hmm. that especially makes me want to play Far Cry. I, I tried three. It's cute. Um, You know, you're some kidnapped white boy. Dapping it up with the locals and shooting people, which is cool. I haven't, I, have, I got a bundle with three, four, and five. I haven't touched four or five yet. But six might be a day one for me. I want to play with the crocodile. That looks very I think cute. that's five. No, six. There's a crocodile. Oh, there's a crocodile in. Got a um, crocodile so pet. What? There is a pet crocodile in the gameplay reveal. I saw, I saw the dog. That was very cute. No, there was a, there was a crocodile. There is also a dog at the end. There's missing legs, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there was a crocodile. Cool. I mean, look, you're from Florida. You love crocodiles. I'll, I can take or leave the crocodile. That's just that's just me. But we'll see how the crocodile really uh, changes the meta of the gameplay yeah. in Far Cry 6 to see if it's worth uh, having them as a pet. This is the first one that I've been interested in in a long time. For whatever reason, the first person has always turned me off because I just don't like these types of games in first person. I would prefer to be in third person. I was about to say, you don't like these type of games, Nick? I was like, hold up. (laughs) You love the Ubisoft formula. You just, you just eat that shit right the fuck up. I never played Far Cry though because I don't like first person. We have access to it. We game share, so. But this is, uh, it, it looks different enough for me and also I want to be able to critique it because obviously it's about Cuba and obviously it's about communism. We love <laughs> I love Cuba and communism so I am Not very me. interested to see what the propaganda looks like in this I'm surely not political game. No, it's going to be completely apolitical. It's apolitical. Giancarlo Esposito does communism. not participate in anything political. Yeah. Bethesda and Microsoft. Starfield Mm -hmm. is a game we still know nothing about, besides the fact that it's Bethesda's newest RPG because they haven't made one in God knows how long. Mm -hmm. But we will finally be getting some new news about it at E3. That's right. Bethesda and Microsoft are going to come out together Mm. like a gay couple. During Pride. During Pride in harnesses. Probably. (laughs) You know, that's how I feel about that conversation. Just real, mm-hmm. just to be say that. 
Uh, and they're giving us a unified presser together with, I'm sure, world premieres of videos, <laughs> including one of Starfield, which is exciting. Yeah. I love space. I am uh, excited-ish for, for this. Ish. Oh. Listen, Bethesda's recent track record has been fucking up. leaves <laughs> a lot to be desired. <laughs> so forgive me if I'm not just like, woo. That's fair. There's also a lot of conflicting reports about like, oh, Starfield's coming this year. Oh, it's coming next year. And then Jason Schreier's like, it's coming next decade, probably. <laughs> um, I love Jason Schreier. It just keeps the community in check. I just couldn't imagine like, like I don't know, being like a, um, a journalist literally in any other subject and being like, can y'all just chill for two fucking seconds? The fact that he very seriously <laughs> recently had to say like, please don't send death threats. Can you imagine a music journalist being like, okay, everyone, I know that we were all disappointed by that insert artist famous artist here, here but out. please don't send death, death threats. threats. I just feel like that's not something that they have to think about saying. No, he's truly doing the Lord's work. God bless him. God bless <sighs> um, but yeah, I'm excited about this. Who knows what else is going to happen? There's a ton of rumors. I'm trying not to cover the rumors because literally in a week and a half, we're going to know what is rumor and what's not. And why waste the airtime? Beautiful. Why waste the gamer friends time time. with that bullshit? That's why we haven't said anything about the Switch Pro until that shit gets announced. (laughs) I don't even know her. What Switch Pro? 4K upscaling? Who knows her? I don't. I don't. I don't know those words in that order in that sentence that you just made makes no sense to me. Maybe I will quote unquote before E3, but I doubt it. Who knows? Quote unquote air quotes. Quote unquote. (laughs) (laughs) Super Mario Party, speaking of not speaking of Nintendo and what they're doing, uh, you can now play that shit online for free 99. Love that. That's great of them. Uh, They've been notoriously stingy about online play and frankly awful when it comes to online connectivity i just that is a lot to be like yeah you gotta pay for this shit and it's gonna be shit it's weird because i understand why sony's multiplayer infrastructure is trash because they're mostly concerned about single player experiences and Nintendo has not a goddamn excuse there's no excuse i can't believe it still half of their stuff is literally like party games and maybe they're expecting you to play it all on the same TV. But why wouldn't you want a people to be able to play it not on the same TV? It's 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 it's, it's called online. It's you just put the information in the in the in the fiber optic cables and shit. You know, God, like damn. <sighs> very frustrating in general, but very exciting for Super Mario Party. Perhaps even now, I might play it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, it's not gonna handle ourselves. Well, you don't want to sit it down. Um, unfortunately, we do have to ding Nintendo as soon as we praise them. Yes, and it's open up the more corporate greed, uh, little bullet by talking about charging for fast travel via amiibo. This is so wildly egregious to me that while you were introducing this part of the show, I was thinking we should maybe just make a whole segment dedicated to the ridiculous decisions that these companies make to make money. (sighs) Skyward Sword, the remake, is coming out. 
And in the original game, you could only fast travel at certain locations. Now Nintendo is saying you could fast travel to your heart's desire, but only if you give us that shmoney and have a little amiibo figure that allows you to do that, which is egregious because then everyone else is being told to walk. You're too poor <laughs> to get on this first class fast travel shit. Like, not also, even it's Spirit a Airlines. item. So if it sells out or you have trouble getting it. Oh, because you know they're going to do that scarcity shit. They're going to be like, well, <laughs> we only made like two of these. Like, uh, 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 we sold out. Yay, we're Nintendo. I think it is fucking egregious. <laughs> if Ubisoft tried to sell me fast traveling, I would be extremely pissed off. And frankly, this is not the only game that I've There's a game that I'm not remembering. It's like double a maybe it's i don't think it's a triple a game and they're like toying with the same idea and the community was outraged when they made the announcement about fast travel being like a purchasable add-on and their response was something to the effect of you know not everyone has time to play games and so we're making it easier for those people who don't have time to like absolutely fuck off do not make people pay for fast travel. If you don't want people to fast travel, don't put it in the game. Or alternatively, make traveling in the game so fun that they don't do it, a la Spider-Man. I never fucking fast traveled in Spider-Man. I swung everywhere because it was fun to swing. Or like uh, Assassin's Creed or Red Dead in starter mode. Oh my God, yes. When you can literally just put the horse or the car on autopilot. Perfect. Like, fine. In that situation, I don't even need the fast travel, but I just can't imagine a scenario where I would even play a game that wanted me to pay for fast traveling. And this is extra risky because I don't know anyone who wants to fucking play Skyward Sword anyway. <laughs> Anytime it comes up, everyone laughs. That's that 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 is what the meat of the argument is. <laughs> and that was that was rough. Cause you were like, and by the way, motherfuckers. <laughs> Shout out to Player 2 has entered the podcast, by the way. I was a guest. Ooh, a guest of honor. It's a very funny mm. and very entertaining episode to listen to. <laughs> uh, I, I did my first uh, podcast guesting over what there. Your first? Oh, my God. Shout out to those lovely folks. We're going to put a link to social media handles and the show's page and everything in the in the show notes. Um but we had a, a lot of laughter about this in <laughs> that episode. So please uh, go check that out. And also just generally, you know, if you like Gamer Friends, I'm pretty sure you're going to like that podcast. So you should love it. You should check it out. Keeping up with corporate greed, EA released a statement saying that they don't encourage spending in their games. That's moderately true. They do encourage gambling in their games. <laughs> <laughs> this was specifically in response to FIFA drama. We haven't been covering it too much uh, because sports, but like there's a scandalous shit going on in terms of how they do microtransactions in FIFA and employees getting caught like manipulating this and, and giving people access to what they want for higher prices and stuff. it's really just extremely corrupt Hate to see it. and this is part of their defense and it's laughable 
um, EA's games are notoriously monetized. I feel like after the Star Wars shit, they really can't say anything about people buying stuff for like 10 years at least. Like a decade of years is when you can say that. I think not that we're going to have up. to go two decades because two. that was such a huge fuck up that they started sparking legislative action across Europe and the United States. That's right. You've caused an international need for legislation against gambling and video games due to literally the way that you've treated one property. Once you start mobilizing the lawyers, it's like too late because now it's like written down somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's a statute and someone is going to like use it. 10 years down the line when Apple gets sued by whatever next company they get sued by. That's that, that's that's impactful, actually. Yeah. EA should be proud of themselves. It's uh, really funny. Um, <laughs> Humble Bundle, also in some hot water for uh, getting rid of or thinking about getting rid of this charity split. So Humble Bundle originally was like, we're going to donate money to charity and here's what you're going to get. It's a humble bundle and and it's the the proceeds are going to go to a good cause. It's for like games, I think books and just nerd something shit. Something else. Nerd, yeah. you get a bundle of shit and then they send the money to charity. I got the the Black Lives Matter one. I saw this. You get a bundle. Well, they were thinking of stopping that and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> wait. So now not, they're reconsidering oh, it. Wait. You mean humble bundle? We're thinking about taking away the part of why the main part of why people do it in the first place. I guess they just wanted to become a subscription box. And so they said, wait, wait. So you're telling me they all said fuck charity. I think they were like, let's fuck charity a little bit and make some money. But also sometimes we're going to have charity. That's a lot. Their whole bit. Capitalism is literally evil. That is antithetical to their whole model. It's like when Ellen was being mean to people and they said, well, you don't have a show anymore. (laughs) They really did. (laughs) Ellen is gone and no one has. No one's talking about it. That's a goddamn thing to say. (laughs) Happy Pride, Ellen! (laughs) No! Oh my God! Oh my God. (laughs) That's mean. Oh, I, anyway, anyway, <laughs> you're completely right, and that's why people were fucking pissed, as they should be, as they should be. Good for them. Um, we brought this up uh, in our <laughs> last episode, I think. Uh, but that fifty percent pay cut that we were talking about from Bobby Kotick of Activision turns out it doesn't include his stock options. <laughs> Why would it? That's not that's the whole point of him having him in the first place. <laughs> and his stock options is where he makes all of his money. We love that. So I mean, that's the game, right? When the CEO gets fired and they're like, well, fuck, I still mm-hmm. own like 20% of this motherfucker. So exactly. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, they basically, uh, you know, gave him a pay cut on paper and he still is going to make out like a bandit and thought that he was going to get some good press over it. so And we said, no, that, that shit was cute 10 <sighs> years ago, but not today. You still in the same tax bracket, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yep. Also, Activision is uh, forcing Toys for Bob to work on Call of Duty Warzone, which is really funny. <laughs> they looked at Sony and said, hold my beer. 
Exactly. We love that. Correct. They uh, are not interested in anything but Call of Duty, apparently. And frankly, why should they be? It's making them so much money. And people really love Warzone for some reason. People, I, uh, It's just not for me. Racism, specifically. But <laughs> homophobia, specifically Derek Prima. But you know what? Y'all want to play Warzone? Play Warzone. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Have fun. Um, finally, <laughs> in the corporate greed section... Riot Games has shut down a League of Legends fan game, but they did it in such a shitty way that they're now having to deny reports from the former developers that they were literally extorting them. If you read some of the text messages or emails or whatever from one of these security personnel to these devs, it's like really fucked up. They are straight up doing mafia shit in threatening every it's wild what they were up to and i'm thinking maybe that's why nintendo released that statement that's like we're not going to work with anyone who's in the yakuza (laughs) because (laughs) i'm sure there's actually a reason why they released it that has nothing to do with this it's just funny (laughs) that's a word that you feel so comfortable being mean to people that you're going to write it down in 2021. In a way that could be screenshot and put on the internet. That's wild. They really act like this is 20 years ago. And like, that's not what this is anymore. Also, the tradition of people making fan games is so long that we now have examples of fan games that have turned into real games, a.k.a. PUBG, one of the biggest games in the world. (laughs) Why the fuck would you want to turn that down as opposed to encouraging it and like licensing it and trying to get more money off of it? What if it was a huge hit or something? I, I don't understand those decisions. Maybe it's like stepping on the toes because I know that they're planning on doing League of Legends games for characters and stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe there was some conflict of interest there with something that they have planned. Uh, obviously, we're not on the inside. But if you're going to shut shit like that down, the cease and desist letter that your lawyer sends is intimidating enough. You don't actually have to be a dick. I mean, like, once if I ever got a cease and desist, I'd be like, oh, shit, I need to cease and desist. I don't need <laughs> somebody to show up at my house to, like, you know, don't put the laser pointer in my window. Like, I got it. Damn. But. Wait, we have to add something to the agenda. Oh. Um, this has reminded me okay. of all the speed running drama. Yes. That oh, Carl my. Jobst, an absolute mm. legend on YouTube has been <laughs> teaching me all about. So I don't speed run. I've never speed run. Sped run? Sped. Sped ran? Speed ran. Speed. Hmm. I've never what speed is the verb runs. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> you never, never, you never a did runner. a speed run. Okay, you've never been a speed runner. I've okay, never been it. a speed runner. never been a speed runner. Mm-hmm. Okay. And <laughs> with that knowledge... I have to admit that I am obsessed with speedrunning. I constantly watch speedrunning YouTube videos. I think you just like it for the drama. Well, it's not just the drama. No, because you do earnestly watch speedrunners. Yes. But there's stakes and drama in that, too. I guess. I really enjoy watching the technical 
speed runs where they're executing really difficult mm. moves in order to get something done. Mm-hmm. And just like the joy on their face when they, when do, they it. do it, it is just beautiful. makes me so happy. Anyway, uh, we'll put this in the show notes, but Carl Jobs runs, I think, the best speedrunning YouTube channel. Uh, he is he covers a ton of different games, a ton of different topics within speedrunning, and he has a really good knack for explaining speedrunning mm, yes. to folks that don't know what's going on. Yes. Like a game that I had never heard of, I felt extremely comfortable explaining what that game was, why it was difficult. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So there's been a lot of speedrunning drama recently. So much. Uh, The first big piece of speedrunning drama is that some folks that had like a Donkey Kong like cabinet player who had the record from forever ago, he became a celebrity within the speedrunning community and gaming in general. And then we found out that he cheated and he's like just the whole time. Yeah. Ooh. So him and a buddy have just been suing everyone. Wait, what? To try and get them to stop talking about the fact that he's a cheater, including suing some speedrunning websites. The whole not, thing is not them hitting that, not them coming out with the defamation. That is a lot. That's exactly why I thought of the speedrunning stuff because we were talking okay. about defamation. <laughs> They said cease and desist is defamation. <laughs> you fucking cheaters. Hard to say that oh, it's defamation man. when like everyone agrees that it is real. And Carl was going through the legal documents that have been released as part of these lawsuits. And it's just so obvious that these guys don't know what they're doing and they're assholes and they're just out to make a buck. And I feel bad for all the folks that have to upend their lives sometimes to fight the lawsuit. Even if they're going to win, it's still so much money and time to defend yourself. It is. But you know what? The rewards from a wrongful lawsuit could be plentiful. So, Mm, Yeah, if you're suing someone with any fucking money. Not these losers. Not anymore. (laughs) All the money went away when they found cheating. The second big thing is a racing game. What's the name of it? Trackmania. Trackmania that I didn't know much about. And apparently everyone has been cheating forever for like 10 years. People have just been fucking cheating and the technology to track that and catch them has just gotten to the point where they've identified literally dozens of records that now need to be taken down because not only were they accused of cheating, but a lot of the people saw the writing on the wall and were like, yep, I cheated and like totally came out and admitted it. What's wild about it is that it's kind of like, imagine if you were like an Olympic person, like an Olympic athlete in one very specific sport that no one has heard about. Yes. And then you came in like, you didn't even qualify. You're in 13th place. The Olympics happen. The Olympics go away. The Olympics comes back. It goes away. And like four cycles later, it's like, oh, by the way, all these niggas was on drugs. And now you're in first place because they all cheated. <laughs> it was a long metaphor. It was long. It I was, was like, long. Wait, what? Uh, not a metaphor. It was a long mean. comparison. I see what you mean. Yeah, I bet a lot of people who are like, I'm the fourth best track mania player in the world. Not even. Now they're the best. 
I'm I feel like the we have to link to the video because it was fascinating. <laughs> but my God, everybody. Well, I was like, was anybody not cheating? Everyone was, was anybody cheating. not cheating? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> maybe by the time you hear this episode, Carl Jobes will have uploaded the episode about this. But a few months ago, there was a shock in the Minecraft speedrunning community. Yes, you can speedrun Minecraft. Who knew? One of the biggest YouTubers right now is Dream. I don't know anything about him other than the fact that his name is Dream and that he cheated in Minecraft. So (laughs) he produced a run that was a record-setting run, and immediately the mods of several Minecraft speedrunning communities were like, something is very off about this run. They analyzed it. They did a lot of math. A lot of math that involves trigonometry and algebra and calculus, probably. The mods of people in these speedrunning communities could work for, like, not a law enforcement agency. But, like, you know, that's the level of, like, (laughs) math and digging and shit that they... I'm like, do y'all have day jobs? Because this should be your day job. Some of them are literally mathematicians in their day jobs. I just... I was like, y'all are doing a lot. There was a lot of data science. Yes. And they proved pretty much beyond a shadow of a doubt that dream cheated, but he maintained adamantly to the point that his dumb young fans were attacking everyone all over the internet that he was not a cheater and that he didn't cheat. And he's maintained his innocence up until a few days ago. He released a statement and he said, Hey everyone, I just wanted to come clean about this. So I do have a mod on my computer that increases the spawn rate of this very rare thing that I used to win the speed run. However, I only use that mod for content creation because it's more fun to watch me get good stuff on a regular basis for my viewers. When I did the speed run, I forgot to turn off the mod. So, oopsies, I guess I was cheating, but it wasn't intentional. And I'm still not going to admit that I actively cheated. I just passively cheated. I have two things to say. Bullshit? No. Cool motive. Still murder. (laughs) Where's Uh, that from? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Are we watching that last season? I'm I mean, not. for all the SVU that you watch, <gasps> for all the organized... Why are you outing me? <laughs> That's not common knowledge. Oh, no. No, I think we have talked about it. We have talked about like, it. Organized Crime is Organized Crime really is, a, is an amazing really cop show, and I'm embarrassed. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was talking about... This will come up in the, in the, in the home screen, but I was talking about... Uh, how I'm enjoying a certain type of game right now and to not pathologize it. And I feel like sometimes, you know, you just need a little propaganda in your life. As long as you critically are like, this <sighs> shit is trying to brainwash me, it's fine. Damn. Enjoy life. Short. Anyway, cool motive, still murder. And also, I feel like the speedrunning community is so fucking intense. I would like do a complete like reset on the hard drive. I would not want that mod anywhere on that computer if I was doing a speedrun. They, they just they, there's no way they damn near have to send the fucking hard drives to people to verify the shit to paraphrase critics of this statement it is pretty much impossible to not know 
that you've got a mod like this on. Wow. So the statement is just total bullshit. It's it's not a statement for us. It's a statement for his fans so that his fans can continue to uncritically engage with him and defend mm-hmm. everything he does, mm-hmm. but also, you know, give a wink to the folks that accused him of cheating and right. just be like, yeah, you were right. But not, I'm not, never going to admit that you were right. Not his gateway attack being dream too. Like that, that's a layer there that needs to be looked at. And someone needs to really think hard about that. That's funny as fuck to me. Well, <laughs> it's just been hard for me to watch like all the people that viciously attacked folks like Carl Jobst now, mm. you know, give heart eyes to dream for quote unquote coming clean, even though he very clearly lied and cheated. Right. Um, also, wh- why you're such a successful YouTuber? Like, why are you cheat? I, I don't, I just don't get it. Um, I used to get it when I was a child and I like really wanted to win at Monopoly, <laughs> but I, but now I I don't understand. And dream is an adult. It's very interesting. I don't know. I was thinking about this in some different capacity of the way or is like, um, people who like, will like, I get kind of like in speed running, but like playing games in ways that you're not supposed to. And like, that's people's whole thing. Like, I think some people just find fun in, doing that kind of stuff, which is like hard to also say out loud and not make it sound like it's a judgment, but some people just like cheating. That's true. I guess. I mean, clearly, clearly that racing game, (laughs) some people just love to fucking win and be on the top. I don't know. I just, I I just don't have, I don't have the constitution to be that anxious about being like, that's 10 years of built up anxiety of being like, fuck, I cheated. Cheated. Like the release after that, I'd be like, "Fine, yes." I would just be praying for someone to be my record every day. <laughs> please, somebody put me a second place. It's too many eyes. Anyway, shout out to speedrunning. Uh, we spent a lot of time on it and we didn't did. even expect to. We did, uh, but we're cutting nerdum, so that's fine. It's fine. I guess you have to cut some music now. Yeah, because yeah, format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hear you've been playing some games. Hmm. Always. Are we starting with Destiny 2 or ending with Destiny 2? Are we sandwiching it in the middle? Let's start with Mass Effect. Okay, that's fair. Uh, it's beautiful. It looks great. Uh, well, for the most part, some textures look a little bit weird, whatever. Um, it's great to have Mass Effect 2 shooting and Mass Effect 1. It kind of like threw me for a loop for a second because I'm just like, the muscle memory of just like playing those three games back to back to back over and over and over again. I'm like, all right, I have to suffer through Mass Effect 1 and now I have to suffer a little less, which mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only like a quarter of the way through the first game. I didn't really get too far. Um, I just wish you were really a fan. That's all. I am. I just, I, I'm, it just it's a specific mood that I have to be in to play. It's, it feels like it's, it's it was like a, a, a treat. You know, I always would play it like after school was done for the semester or something. I don't know. 
That's uh, interesting. <laughs> so you'll it. never play. So it doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. That specific feeling does not exist for me anymore. Uh, no, I will play it. I'm playing it slowly. I also, it's like interesting because I feel like my politics has shifted a lot since I first played it. Uh, and it's like weird to be a space cop. That's also interesting because I asked you so frequently for help to avoid genocide in this genocide simulator. And you. <laughs> uh, genocide simulator is a little. Allowed genocide to happen. No, you allowed genocide to happen as part of the experience. I'm never going to let this go. I mean, you're like. It's like you're like James Bond or something. I don't know. It's like weird. The politics are not what... I, not that I don't remember them any differently. I'm just like, hmm, there's a lot to critique here. Whatever. It's not like sullying my view of the game. I still think it's the best thing that ever happened of all time. But I am taking a slow and steady approach to the game and, you know, playing other things as I play Mass Effect. That's the other thing, too. I would, like, play it by itself exclusively like i am playing mass effect that's it you know mass effect will always be there mm-hmm. you have not yet played this even though i think you downloaded it but knockout city as i mentioned earlier is a lot of fun you have really been enjoying it i have not downloaded it yet because i am a bad gamer mm-hmm. i see mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. you're kind of like sarah fighting medusa in assassin's creed odyssey right She'll be doing that for forever. God bless. She literally offered to pay for me to come over <laughs> to defeat Medusa for her. She, Sarah, if you're listening, and I know you are, I know you listen. You can do it. You can absolutely do it. I have faith. I, I might even look up a guide for you online. Look up a guide. You know, <laughs> have a night to yourself. Tell men to fuck off. You know what? Let's talk, we'll, we'll talk about Mass Effect. Matriarch Benezia. Whoo. <laughs> that is a hard ass fight to get done, okay? In my in all my playthroughs since I've played it the first time, that is the first mission I do. I don't even care if Liara is there or not. I'd be like, sorry, girl, I murked your mother. <laughs> and T Way. <laughs> well, the hardest one. She's the hard out of the entire trilogy, the hardest fight. Well, back to Knockout City. <laughs> sorry. I love it. It is just dodgeball. There is no aiming. It's an auto-aim system. But that allows you to put English on the ball. It allows you to kind of like make trick shots and go around corners and stuff. You are notified when you're being aimed at, like when you're locked on. Okay. That way you can look around and make sure you identify where the ball is coming from so you can catch it. The only thing that's really different or novel about it is that there are different types of balls. Like, obviously, there are powered up balls, basically. Cool. My favorite kind. And it's just a lot of fun. It, it's not any more complex than that. He's really trying hard not to laugh. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's really hard not to laugh. <sighs> anyway... Happy Pride. (laughs) (laughs) I recommend it. I can't tell you that like there's it's it's not deeper (laughs) than that. There's double jumping and there's gliding. Really, the most interesting part is the map design. Like you Mm -hmm. have to play very differently on different maps. Certain maps you're on the top of skyscrapers and certain maps you're in an underground lair. Kind of it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of variety. There's a very high skill ceiling. If you get three players in there who know what they're doing, 
someone's tackling while you're throwing that way the person that you're throwing at can't dodge or catch the ball because mm-hmm. they're in the middle of being tackled like that kind of stuff is higher level play and it doesn't take that long to catch on to that kind of play but most people are probably not doing that and i would argue that most people are probably just single queuing into this right definitely try to get in while the skill ceiling is still relatively <laughs> low for most players. Yeah, yeah. Or I should say the skill floor. Because the skill ceiling, like I mentioned, seems to be really high. It's definitely a Rocket League type thing where I bet Got in a it. few months the equivalent of being able to keep your car in the air forever, like literally flying around the arena like <laughs> some of these pro players are able to do. I'm sure that's going to be part of how people play this game but overall it's really accessible it's extremely fun the matches are quick they're not super long i just have a lot of wonderful things to say about it i've really really enjoyed my time with knockout city good well i'm excited to try it i didn't know i didn't realize it was auto aim that's exciting yeah like and this is a game for all ages anyone could play this love, oh love that with varying success um destiny 2 Sure. All I will say (laughs) is that the storyline is getting really good. Mm -hmm. They're basically doing like make America great again. There are are some forces in the city. It's political. (laughs) There are some forces in the city that are not happy that the fallen have been given quarter the fallen are being attacked and I would say lynched in certain situations because they're being fomented into a racist mob by one particular city leader. Oh, the fallen babies are good. Very cute. Yes. The small one, as we've decided to call them. Also, it's the elixir. It's not the, that the fallen is their, that's their slave name. name. Sure. Their slave name. It's their slave name. I'm uh, going to hell. I'm going to hell. Only I can say that. The narrative is really good. Um, the Vault of Glass released, I guess, two weeks ago now. It is the very first raid from Destiny 1, and they basically just updated it for Destiny 2. My clan went in there. We defeated Atheon. Very exciting. We had a ton of fun doing it. Um I'm not thrilled about some of the decisions they made with regard to rewards for other raids. Like there's no incentive to raid other than the vault of glass, but I got the raid exotic, which is the rarest Mm -hmm. weapon that you can get from a given raid. Uh, I got the one for vault of glass on my second run. Congratulations. Thank you. This is a lottery. Arguably I would say destiny Two also forces you to gamble. No, no, it's not the same at all. I know, I know, I know. But this is—it's very funny to like. Not funny. It's like it's a little sad, moderately entertaining to watch you get frustrated that you've done something for you know x amount of times and, and not you get not get exactly what you need. You're like, yeah. I got these arms three times in a row. Thankfully, I am one piece of gear away from being max level for the season already because they reduced the grind quite a bit. Oh, good. Instead of going up 60 levels a season, you're only going up 10. Oh. Yeah. Do I need to come back to Destiny? Listen, it's 
good. I feel like you already have your raid group set though. I would just be some. Yeah, but we need like three more people and we'll have two raid groups. We have so many people that we're having to choose who gets to do it and who doesn't. So if we had just a few more people, we would have plenty of room for everyone to do it all the time. I will think about that. The only problem is, is that I'm You'll playing. you do it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jack. Oh. <laughs> That's a call out. I'm going to let Jack handle that. Hmm. Uh, but I think what you were going to say is that you're playing Planet Zoo. Yes. Okay. So I am playing Planet Zoo. And I know everyone's like, wait, Audio 64, didn't you like, or don't you always make fun of Big Nick for all of his simulation management mm-hmm. games? And to that, I would say you're absolutely right. And because I have the ability to edit in, you know, flashback sentences of me clowning Big Nick for his love of these types of games, I will choose to not use that power. Mm. Yes, we are myth-making here on Mm. Game of Friends. We are erasing that Mm -hmm. part and moving on from that. So here's the thing. Y'all remember how much I loved Jurassic World Evolution? Because it was like, oh, here's like a park simulator, but it's like not difficult. (laughs) And you can play it easily on a console. So, you know, you know, it's the Panorimi. It's whatever. Things are opening back up again. I have conflicted feelings. I'm stressed. I'm depressed. It's fine. I want familiarity. I want something easy. I want Mm -hmm. fucking dinosaurs. And then Nick was like, you should check out this prehistoric kingdom. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's in closed alpha, so I missed my opportunity to, to actually play it, but I wishlisted it on Steam. It's coming. I think the, the it's going to open back up again for the next version. I think uh, sometime mid-quarter three. I was like, this is cute. And I was like, but it looks a little bit more intense than Jurassic World Evolution because Jurassic World Evolution, there's no real customization. The, you know, you're just like putting shit down and managing your park is not. It's like it's a it's one of those simulators that is not so intense that you can't easily play it on console, but playing it now on my new gaming PC, which I don't think I've announced that I have a new gaming PC yet. Uh now you did. I did. I have a new gaming PC. It's a main well, it's for work, but it's also for gaming. <laughs> I do have that extra drive in there for just the game. I'm so excited. It's great. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for me too. It's great. I got life and shit. Anyway, so I'm talking to Big Nick, and I'm like, this is cool, but this seems like really intense in the simulations that you really like. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. And so we're going through the videos for Prehistoric Kingdom, and he's like, all right, just check out Planet Zoo. It's basically going to be this, except with dinosaurs. It's going to be like if Planet Zoo and Jurassic World Evolution came together, had a little baby, it would be Prehistoric Kingdom. Check out Planet Zoo first. I'm checking out Planet Zoo, and... The jury was out for a while. I was like, I don't know if I really like it because it's so it's it's so much more hectic mm-hmm. than Jurassic World Evolution, and there's a lot more systems. And I'm in I'm doing the Karima where they like teach you how to do. Here's one specific thing yeah. that you need to do. Uh, and I was like, I don't know if I really enjoy this yet. And then I got to the end of like the second zoo that they set you up with, and I'm talking to Big Nick, and I say, you know. I don't get it. Like, I set up this new exhibition, and the guests are fucking complaining that they can't see the fucking animal. 
uh, there's a path there. I don't understand why those idiots just can't go down the right the, the path that I set. And I was like, oh, I guess I made the wrong path. And I'm just like talking to myself basically about this, like talking to myself to him about it. And he's like, oh, this is what this game is. Mm-hmm. And you said, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I guess I'm in. Um, so I'm playing Planet Zoo now. I'm excited for you. I don't, it's weird. I'm also excited for me because if you ever like go away for a few days or something, I'm a hundred percent. Just going to come up in get, here. Get down and play Planet Zoo. play Planet Zoo. Zoo Tycoon and Planet Zoo have always been reach games for me because my primary interest is in the roller coaster and right. city builders. Right. Jurassic World Evolution was you liked it i got into a zoo tycoon type game i didn't just i really liked jurassic world evolution looking back on it i'm realizing the limitations in terms of customization Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm really excited about prehistoric kingdom because not only are there just more animal species it's not just straight up lizard dinosaurs it's It's not jurassic park dinosaurs bird dinosaurs fish dinosaurs Woolly mammoth, woolly mammoth, tooth tie, like prehistoric animals, bacteria. Let me speaking. Stop. Yes, there's a bacteria exhibit for sure. Probably <laughs> it put the amoebas out. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for you to get into this, and really excited for a prehistoric kingdom. Seems like a new fun YouTube thing for me to watch. The alpha content has already dried up because apparently there were only 11 dinosaurs. I was always wondering, why are these zoos that they're making in the alpha so small? Why are there only so many animals? Because they literally use all the animals that they had. Um, but I'm it- afraid to think about, like, I'm going to be gone for a weekend and you're going to be like, look at the zoo that I made and it's going to be massive and my computer is going to be smoking every time you <laughs> light it up. <laughs> like, no! It's but it's not beautiful. Be that bad, probably. <laughs> the real problem is going to be if I start downloading things on the Steam Workshop. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Um, which leads us to our last game, Software Inc., which I briefly talked about in my appearance on the Player Two Enters the Podcast podcast. It is a software company simulator you start playing as yourself one person in a rented room usually and you take contracts and then you build a nest egg and then you try to build your own software and if it's successful then you make money and then you can hire people and starting from nothing i am now worth 250 million dollars with about 500 employees and I'm doing a massive expansion right now. It's a lot of fun. It's a Jeff Bezos story. Bill Gates story. Without the exploitation, because fortunately I can decide if people get things like paid family leave and paid sick days and how much vacation and how much they get paid and stuff. I'm being very equitable. We love that. A lot of my money goes to salaries. I, I pay way too much. For, for salaries, <laughs> but I can afford it. I'm still making, I'm like throwing money away and I'm still making millions of dollars every month because I'm creating so much software. I got to say the systems in this game intimidate me in like a way I cannot. It's like playing a spreadsheet. <laughs> You're just in an Excel document and it's come to life. I basically <laughs> am. It, the The systems in the game are all 
data and chart based for the Mm -hmm. most part, even down to managing employees. The most efficient way to do that is not by clicking on an employee and then bringing up their information. Mm -hmm. It's by massively (laughs) changing things about entire groups of employees all at once. Um, I would suggest looking at some flabaliki or conflict nerd videos on YouTube. What was the first name again? (laughs) He's Australian. Flabaliki? I don't know if it means anything. He goes by James Turner. Well, it's his name. Well, Flabaliki is much more interesting, so. Yeah, James Turner's like his Sims channel. I don't know. Anyway, I I came onto this game because these, like, simulation YouTubers were playing it. I wouldn't have known about it otherwise. And it's been on my radar for many, many years, and I've been playing it for many, many years. It's one of those perpetually in alpha games on steam. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, just forever a work in progress. If you're into that kind of stuff, it's like, I think 15, I think less than I think 13, something on. Yeah. Steam. It's not expensive. Um, and for, for what you get it. out of it is like, Whoa. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. Uh, alpha 11 is what drew me back in. It got released uh, back in May. And so I've been playing Alpha 11 after all those YouTubers were like, oh, cool, new stuff to do in Software Inc. Basically, every few, every like six or so months, there's a big update. Mm-hmm. So this time I actually came back having a lot of fun with it. Uh, and I would suggest it to anyone who's deep into those types of management sims. Um, it's it's great. Cool. Well, that was a long, that was a slot. We, we had a lot. That was a long one for no nerddom either. I know. Well, that's why we cut it. Well, you did. <laughs> it would just made the episode so long. We but are your later friends. We know that some people really enjoy that, and we appreciate them. I'm speaking of our patrons. Shout out to the patrons: Emma, Enya, Sarah, Abner, Nerdy Cody, and our latest patron, Shuli. Hey, Shuli! Y'all are amazing. You literally keep the phantom power flowing into the microphones. We appreciate y'all. Also, I know several of those folks are talking about getting into some TTRPG stuff Ooh. in the Discord. Discord in the link, in the notes. In the Discord. Join us. We're like totally breaking format here. Who cares? Rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe uh, <laughs> on your platform. Up, Jake. Tell a gamer friend. Tell to. <laughs> Uh, what else? Oh, this rapidly deteriorating. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another shout out to Player Two has entered the podcast. Podcast for having Big Nick on. It was, it was, I loved listening to him make fun of me and their hosts. Also, not make fun of, but like a, I love. I love a good podcast jab. I can't wait to be on there to make fun of Big Nick. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Indeed. Uh. Well. Thank you. Thank you. That was a show. That was a show. Uh, and we'll catch you here in two weeks. Maybe even less. Maybe even less because you know this E three stuff. Oh, we'll see. it's a lot of E three. Oh, there's so, so much. much. There's so many. So, games. And there's there's like five different things, and the, they're not on the day, and the this that and the mother third and shit. It's a lot. I'm waiting for for you to say deuces. Well, deuces. Goodbye.